You're listening to the Carry On Friends Podcast, Episode 29. Welcome to the Carry On Friends Podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community. With your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. This is episode 29. Thank you so much for listening. I'm excited because I'm always excited. I'm excited that my guests are on. So my guest today on the podcast is Eva Green Wilson of SokaMom.com. Eva is a mother, wife, an author, and award-winning mommy blogger, law student. And the topic we'll be discussing today is creating a healthy work-life family balance so you don't lose yourself. You know, we have our little island flair to us and, you know, little things can just add to this whole concept of work-life balance. And, you know, this episode was just so great talking to Eva and it's going to be funny and I can't wait for you to hear it. Um, before we get into the interview, this episode is brought to you by audible.com. For you, the listeners of the Carry On Friends podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, I've personally been using Audible for over two years, and I'm in love. One of my many favorite books includes a book called Not for Everyday Use, a memoir by Trinidadian author Elizabeth Nunes. And this book is narrated by Miss Nunes, and it is so beautiful. You hear her little Trini accent coming through, and the story so relatable, and I just absolutely love it. I listen to it just to get that little island feel of her voice. So I encourage you to check out that amazing, beautiful story. And to download your free audiobook today, go to carryonfriends.com forward slash audible. Again, that's carryonfriends.com forward slash audible for your free audiobook. Please connect with us. We're on Twitter. Instagram and Facebook. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at Carry On Friends. On Facebook, we're at Carry On Friends Official. Please tell a friend. Let us know what you think about the show. I'm not sure what platform you're listening to us on right now, but we're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to the podcast, rate and review the podcast. It is very helpful for the show's rank in iTunes. And so I won't keep you waiting any longer. Here's my interview with Eva. Hello, Eva. Welcome to the Carry On Friends podcast. I'm so excited to have you on the show. How are you today? I am great, and I am really excited to be here. Been looking forward to it. Oh, my goodness. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about the topic today. And the topic for today is creating a healthy work, family life balance so you don't lose yourself. Because you know that, you know, trying to juggle it all, it's easy to, you know, feel like you're falling apart. So, but before we get any further, let's tell our community of friends who you are. Okay, well, like you said, my name is Eva Wilson. Um, I'm a mom of three, wife, second year law student, and I've been blogging at SokaMom.com for the last five years. Awesome, awesome. So you're a mom, wife, law student, and blogger, and did we miss something else? Homeschooling. Yes, I homeschooled the three children. <laughs> oh, for, I just want to highlight that part here, so... <laughs> I almost sometimes I forget. Oh my goodness. But yeah. 
But that is so amazing. Now you're doing all of these things personally and be honest. You know, I, I really, when, when, when Ethan has to go to daycare, you know, I feel peace because I get some time <laughs> for myself. So how do you, how are you able to do all of this and, you know, still be sane and chirpy, cheery, and just always sprinkling your goodness? You know, book clubs, you have the blog. How are you able to, to do all of this? Well, some of it is my me time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, getting out of the house and going to class mm-hmm. is kind of like me time. Mm -hmm. You know, I love to learn. I love to find out about new things. So going to class and getting out of the house and not having the kids up underneath me Mm. is like a break for me. Mm. So it's not like um, all the time. So when I'm in class, they have co-op, which means they go and they hang out with other homeschoolers and stuff like that. Mm. And so they get a break from me. Ah. So nobody is always on top of the other person all the time. That is awesome. So blogging is your me time and, you know, law school is your me time. What happens when you're homeschooling? How how does it work? Because in my head, you know, you have, you know, you have this subject, you have a little break time. And, you know, how are you able to all three of you? Or four of you, because it was the three kids and you, how are you able to create a schedule that, you know, you are not being mommy and you're being the teacher? Does that make sense? It's Yeah. Well, my youngest, they've, they've all been to brick and mortar schools. Mm-hmm. So it's not that, you know, they aren't, I'm, I'm a very structured person for the most part. Mm-hmm. So when they come to me to ask questions, their questions have to be well formed and specific. Mm. So they since now that they can read mm-hmm. and they can navigate a computer, it's not all on me to teach them everything. everything. Right. So they have to, if they have a question, they can't they know they just can't come to me and say I don't understand. Right. Because that's not that means that you have not read anything. There's not a single word on that page that you understand. The whole thing was written in like Spanish and you don't speak. I mean, that's the only reason you could come to me and say, I don't understand any of it. Right. So they have to read Uh and do their own research. If they don't get it, they can ask each other. They can talk about it. But by the time they get to me, it needs to be a well-formed and specific question. So I don't reteach anything. Ah, so there's so there's that. And that saves a lot of time for them and a lot of time for me because it's it's frustrating Mm -hmm. when the way that I'm saying it isn't working for them. Right. Right. So when they find it for themselves, you know, they can come to me for understanding. They say, "Okay, well, mommy, I read this. Does that mean X, Y and Z? Right. And then I can explain. But as far as just. You know, reading to them and st- I, I, I don't do all that. Okay. I'm just going to be honest. I, I don't do any of those things. All right. All right. You know, hey, I'm asking because, you know, um, what what's, what I love about you is just I, I don't homeschooling isn't something that is not, you know, unpopular, but you don't hear too many Caribbean parents doing homeschooling. And so. You know, I in 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 my head, you think of you know the mommy mode. You say, "Go sit on, take up a book," and you know you do all of these. Things. <laughs> well, that's basically what it sounds like. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> on a lot of days, that's what it's like because a lot of it is reading and a lot of it is them having discussions and things like that. And I I have to be able to do my own studying as well. So right. yes, if you're not going to be just running around the place and 
and you know taking out toys and doing stuff like and I'm not doing that. Right. I, this is the period of time that you are to study and I need you to be quiet <laughs> and focus on what you have to focus on and if you have a question you can ask but that's about it. We don't because I can't I don't spend the whole day doing it. You know right. there's a school day is normally till like 3:30 3. 3. Mm-hmm. o'clock. We're mm-hmm. done at 11 30 or 12. Wow. That's, wow. I'm, I, I can't, I wasn't, you know how some people are set up to homeschool, like they're that kind of. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I'm not. You got it. You, you, you're like, listen, this is how we going to do it. And you're going to work and it working. Yeah. Oh I'm, my I'm God. Not, I'm not, getting, I'm not the one that's getting down on the floor. I'm not taking out blocks. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I'm just not that mom. Sometimes I wish I was that mom because it seems like all the other mommy bloggers are that mom. Right. Right. And I just have to do what works for me and my sanity. And me and my sanity says, you're going to be quiet and do your work till 1130 or 12 o'clock. And then we're going to have lunch and move on with our lives. I can't do this all day. Right. I'm I'm so glad you said that because sometimes I feel like, well, you know, I should be doing more with my kids. And I'm like, you know, that's not working. It works for other people, but it, that's not going to work for me at all. But right. so I'm, I'm so glad that you say that because I think part of the pressure going back to the topic of work, family, life balance, it's that we take cues from other people as to what we think we're supposed to be doing. So, right. you know, what do you think are like the top three common myths or lies we tell ourselves about balancing work, family and life that causes us more stress? Oh, the number one is that we can do everything mm-hmm. and it's just not possible mm-hmm. to do everything. I mean, you can you can do a lot. Mm-hmm. And if you're really focused, you can get a lot of things done, but you can't do everything. And you see other people and you're like, they must be doing everything. No, they're not. I guarantee you if their website is perfect, their living room is disgusting. <laughs> if you know, if their kids are all clean and everybody's hair is done, you're hovering over their bathroom toilet because their bathroom is gross. I mean, there's nobody is absolutely perfect. It's, right. it's just not even possible. The next thing is that fun stuff can wait. Mm. You know, you always say, okay, the kids want to play a board game. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know what, I really need to get this blog post done. Mm. I'll, I'll get to it. Yeah. And then the kids bedtime comes. And you say, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But then the next day they have ballet or they have this or they have that. Mm-hmm. And that board game never happens. And then right. eventually they stop asking. Mm. You know, work can wait. Yeah. That blog post can, can wait. wait. You yeah. can do it. You could have done it earlier or you could do it early in the morning or something like that. But the fun stuff, the spontaneous stuff can't really wait. Mm. And that, you know, that stress and that guilt that comes with not doing the things that you really meant to do. Right. You know, so, you know, I say everybody needs a break. Mm -hmm. You just get that fun stuff out of the way. You do a board game. And at first, somebody like me, I have a lot of stuff that I want to do. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Board game is not necessarily the top of my list. Right. But when I finally just say, okay, and I give in and I do it, I have a blast. Like You have so much fun. And the the guilt, you might feel bad because you didn't get your work done, but the guilt that you feel for not getting your work done versus not spending time with your family. Yeah. They're completely completely different different feelings. So if you got to pick one, have fun, have a good time. Yeah. You know, I, I thought about that the other day because um, the kids have um, a Wii game and, and they have the Just Dance and I'm like, yeah, I want to do my Just Dance. And 
after I finish editing this podcast, but I want to do this just dance and I never do the just dance. The whole time we were snowed in, I had plans to do just dance and we were, none of that happened. So yeah. And, and I feel guilty. It's just like, oh man, I didn't get to do it. Yeah. So those are really great points. We look at others thinking that they're doing everything, but you know, they're not, something is being sacrificed and we're just, has to be. Yeah. There's, they have the same 24 hours that we have. Right. Right, right. So we just should really focus on what we can get done and not really look at what Eva's doing or what Carrie's doing. Let me just focus on what I have to get done and what keeps me happy and my family sane. Oh, yes. Just stay in your, your lane. Space. You can congratulate people mm-hmm. for what they're getting right. You can ask them, you know, how do you get this thing done? But you're not them. Mm-hmm. There's, they're always going to have something different. They have their own shortcomings. They have their own special talents, things that have happened to them, habits that they have that you don't have, mm-hmm. right? That that's going to make, make what they're able to do different from what you're able to do. Right, right. Absolutely true. Everyone has their own gifts. And, and, and so we just can't look at what everyone else have. We just have to deal with what's on our plate. That is, that is really good advice. I think, you know, for for moms, especially, you know, we take on this, like you said, this superwoman thing that we mm-hmm. need to do everything. And it's such a lie. Nobody is superwoman. <laughs> Nobody is superwoman. It's just not even it's not a thing. <laughs> right. Right. It, it's not. So, like, let's talk about, like, some of the challenges that you've had with balance in work and, you know, family and life and how you've overcome them because we all have some challenge and it's sometimes we just get so consumed in the fact that we, we didn't get to do it or we're not doing this, that we don't focus on, you know, other things. So, so what are some challenges that you've had and how you've overcome those challenges? Well, I am a perfectionist, Mm -hmm. which can be crippling sometimes. Oh oh my goodness. You know, it's like, if I can't get everything done, Mm -hmm. then I'm not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'll look at a project and be like, Hmm, Mm -hmm. that's going to take four days. I only have have two days, so I'm just not going to do it at all. Mm. And then, you know, you feel bad because at the end of the day, you're like, I I really could have tried or I could have gotten part of it done or I could, you know. So to overcome that, I started making manageable lists because I had these unrealistic lists mm. that look like, you know, when they Four open up paper. a scroll, yes. <laughs> and the thing just hits the floor and keeps going. Yes. So I had lists that look like that, which means I, I was never going to finish it. Mm-hmm. So as a perfectionist, you look at that list and you're like, oh, mm. well, I just might as well go to sleep because yeah. I can't. I want to, I, I want to clap. I want to clap because <laughs> that's just how I've been dealing with it, right? It's like I see Mount Everest and I say, all right, I forgot up that. But <laughs> man, I don't think I want to go up that. All right, someone else I go sit down and figure out how I'm going to go up that, right? And that's how I feel. Or I look at Mount Everest and I feel overwhelmed that it's Mount Everest. All right, and it's my list. Like I feel so overwhelmed. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to lie down. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Let me just, because you get tired looking at the list. Yes, yes, yes. And tell you, you call yourself reevaluating when you're actually hiding and taking a nap. Yes. That's what you're doing. (laughs) Seriously, that's how I feel. I feel like, man, I have so much things to do and I feel like I have to do it all in one Saturday. That's not even possible because let's say that you did get it done all in one Saturday. Mm -hmm. That means you didn't see anybody. You didn't do anything. You didn't socialize. All you did was do that one thing. And, and there's always a next thing and a next thing. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I make 
smaller lists. Mm -hmm. I say, okay, I'm going to do three things. Yeah. And if I actually get those three things done, I feel great. Now, Mm -hmm. it might not be everything that I needed to do for that day, but I told myself three things and I do those three things and Mm -hmm. I feel good about it. Um, The next thing is I set reasonable goals. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'll say, I used to say, you know what, I'm going to do 10 videos today Mm. and I'm going to edit all 10 on Saturday. Oh Lord. And then I'm going to upload them all on Sunday. Oh my goodness. And then Saturday comes and I'm like, I just want to (laughs) sleep. I just, I, cause just the idea of getting myself hyped up, getting myself ready, getting, you know, planning to do all of these things, make sure my hair done, make sure my face done. And then the day comes and I'm exhausted. Mm Mm-hmm. If I had just said, you know what, Eva, do one video. One video, yeah. The the thought of the task. (laughs) The thought of the task before you even get to it is overwhelming. It's exhausting. It's it's like you just can't Mm -hmm. take the pressure Mm -hmm. that you're putting on yourself. It's not even like somebody else. It's not even outside pressure. Mm. I'm so glad you said that, Eva. We're soul sisters. Because (laughs) I, I was freaking out because I had all of these things that I had to do. All of these things. And then somebody said to me, so the deadline that you can't me who who created that deadline me (laughs) so why you can't move it uh i could so then why you're stressing nobody else don't know about the deadline other than you yeah (laughs) but we but like you said it's the perfectionist thing we've created this deadline and we're going to stick to this deadline we just hold ourselves hostage to it Mm -hmm. oh my goodness One one of the other things that i did was make sure that other people know what my issue is Mm. because you know, your friends can only help you if they know what your problem is. So I have people around me that they can see me starting to shrink Mm -hmm. or they see me starting to be like, okay, I need a nap. Mm -hmm. Do you really? Mm -hmm. Because I think it's 11 o'clock and you woke up at eight. I don't understand (laughs) why you didn't nap. It's a Saturday. You're not tired. What is wrong? Do you have something that you're avoiding? So, You know, I keep people informed about what my issues are so they can recognize them and they can help pull me out of those things and be encouraging and things like that. Um, So when you say that, you know, you're always upbeat and happy, it's because there's somebody who's making sure that I can cope. Yeah. You know, a lot of people want to hide and say, you know, I can do everything and I'm not going to tell anybody about my problems or my shortcomings. But if you don't say anything, nobody can help help you. you. So that's why I think it's so great that you do podcasts and stuff like this, Mm. because there are so many people who just don't want to say I can't do it or I'm afraid or I'm tired or, you know, I'm a perfectionist. Perfectionist. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I really like that um, telling of having someone else hold you accountable. And, and so they know, um, I, I've, I think I have a few people around me, but you know, I also feel like, um, being honest with yourself is the first thing, like, no, mm-hmm. I, even admitting that, all right, I got this problem, mm-hmm. you know, cause you, you've recognized that, um, some people will just not admit that they cannot balance and keep it all together or, you know, or may, what do you think? Maybe we have, we've been told that balance is that this really even scale when balance really maybe that's not it it's like a seesaw right or they call Mm -hmm. it teeter-totter like you know when it's work it's work and you know everything else kind of fall back but when work ease off then you just you like you said when it's family time it's family time and when it's you know you know work time it's work time and you know balance doesn't mean that it's even all the time you just have to know that when you do too much work it's time to play or 
you know, when it's too much work, it's time for the kids, that type of thing. So I really like that. I'm gonna try that. You know, um, <laughs> I, I know what my shortcomings are. Trust me, you, you list, you list half of them already. <laughs> See, see, sometimes you just need to hear it said back to you. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Yes, that's me. <laughs> you know, that's me. And when, when I start freaking out, like when I shoot you off these emails, like Eva, oh, my God, like I'm having a problem <laughs> with my, you know, who I am. And you're like, think about this. I'm like, I got the answer. I just need to calm down and stop overreacting. You know, But the, the funny thing is I know how to answer those because I have shot off those same emails to a friend <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, girl. I'm going to need you to just dial it back just a little. <laughs> you know, but, but, but that's what um, being honest is about, right? It, it being work, work-life balance or family balance is about being honest about what is and what isn't. Because if we're not, then we can't get the support, you know, mm-hmm. that we need. So that's so awesome. Now, being that you are the Soka mom and Carry On Friends is, you know, all about the Caribbean-American perspective, what impact, if any, do you think being Caribbean American plays or the culture plays in the struggle for us and work family life balance? I think it plays a huge role Mm -hmm. because as a woman in our culture, we have a lot of pressure to be certain things, Mm -hmm. you know, so if you're a professional woman, that doesn't release you from having to clean your house Mm -hmm. or being able to cook and then actually making something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, or people being able to come by your house, whether or not you just got off work. Right. You don't tell people no. You know what I'm saying? You don't say, I can't do that right now. Right. Or I need to take a nap or I need a rest. That doesn't really exist for us. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you always have to be kind of the life of the party. You got to, you can't be tired or cranky or you can't appear to be lazy, which means you can't really sit down when company's there. I I, I just want to say hi, like you're saying everything, (laughs) so many things. Alex, go on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like, you can't, you know, being a professional, the difference in, in American culture, at least for some people that I know, people will give you that excuse to say, oh, she works all the time. She needs a break. Mm-hmm. That's not, that has nothing to, it's like you chose the work. Mm-hmm. That does not release you from being the wife and the mom who does everything, who sews up somebody's uniform. If mm-hmm. something, you know, who hems the pants, who does Iron. all things, iron the clothes, wash the clothes. Cook all every day. Pa- cook uh, hello no (laughs) such thing as leftovers can we talk about it so you know one of the great things i'm gonna be honest about Mm -hmm. being married to an american man is that those expectations are not really there Mm -hmm. not inside the house you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying they they, he doesn't we share our household Mm -hmm. responsibilities so nobody is immune from doing laundry Mm -hmm. nobody's immune from making dinner oh that's my house too Mm -hmm. and you know everybody basically has to pitch in because you know you don't want to see me passed out somewhere laid out somewhere because I'm overwhelmed but yeah I think the culture plays a lot into it for not necessarily for me inside my house Mm -hmm. but you know if if a relative comes over and something's out of place Mm -hmm. I feel that pressure and then mm. there's also, okay, well, you know, you're not, you're not skinny. Well, you're not fat enough. Mm-hmm. Well, are you eating? <laughs> eating too much. Oh, my God. You, you know, the kids say something that they don't agree with. Well, where they get that from? from? What kind of friends you have? <laughs> I'm like, it's 
like you almost can't win. So one of the things that Caribbean women need to be able to do is release themselves from having from having to be everything. That is so true. That's the what now a lot of us have the internal thing, but for us, there is an external thing. There Mm -hmm. is that expectation Mm -hmm. of, you know, full on homemaker. And if you choose to work outside the home, oh, well, you still have to do everything. I feel so similar to your household. My household is the same thing. Everything, you know, my husband can cook, he can clean, he can do the laundry, blah, blah, blah. He he could do that. I don't feel the pressure from him to be Mm. this. My pressure comes from growing up in Jamaica, knowing that every Saturday morning we got up early and that house cleaned from top to bottom before 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's this expectation that I have to do the same thing. And I'm mm-hmm. looking at my house like, I, I, I could, maybe I'll get to the bathroom today. <laughs> That's what I tell myself. If I can get the bathroom and the kitchen, I'm good. And the wonderful thing is now that my son is 16, mm-hmm. he gets the bathroom and he gets the kitchen and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't <laughs> yes. care who does it. It just has to get, get has to happen. Yes. But other than that, I have released myself from that external pressure. If somebody calls and says, you know, um, can I come by tomorrow? The answer might be no, Mm. because I might not be able to do it. Mm -hmm. I might be taking a nap. So, you know, people say, oh, I'm I'm not doing anything. Yes, I am doing something. Something. I'm sleeping at that point. Sleep is important. Extremely important. Sleep is important. The people who really know me and love me, they give me notice. They don't say, oh, I'm up the street. They say, I'm going to be in your town on February the 17th. Yes, Yes. I need notice. Right. Because then, you know, what we do is, you know, when people come over, excuse the host, you start making excuses. And then Mm -hmm. it's like there's all these pressure, the anxiety just to have people over because the cushion is out of place or the toys spread out. You know, I have a three year old. So now I just walk past him with the toys. I'm on the floor. I don't even, I don't even bother, you know, because it doesn't make sense because I realized that I was yelling at him to pick up the toys for no other reason other than you grew up knowing that it's not supposed to be spread apart and, you know, but he's playing with them. So that's what he's doing. And what if somebody come over, just like how you remember they said, well, if you're getting that accident, you must have all right. clean underwear. Clean underwear. Like, <laughs> at that point, I don't think nobody cares if the underwear nobody clean. is going to be like, it's not going to be in your obituary that, you know, she was a good woman, but her drawers were nasty. No, I mean, that's not. <laughs> right. It's not going to happen. But it's like, you're right. We have to release ourselves. My big thing is the cleaning. Like, I, I just backed away from it. I can't do the everyday cleaning. I used to get up early on Saturdays, clean, clean, clean the house from top to bottom. And at the end of Saturday, I'm ti- I'm too tired to enjoy Sunday. So yep. I'm like, you know what? I, I could do the best I can. Wherever I get yep. to, get to. So, yeah, you know, um, releasing ourselves from the cultural pressures mm-hmm. of wife, daughter, hostess. Oh, my gosh. Let's not. Let's not even go into the wife. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> well, I didn't even get that far. I stayed in the house. I didn't even think about auntie and mom and yes, nope. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And asking you, well, well, is your, your, your husband, is, is, did he eat today? First of all, yes. he's grown, and I think he could find the refrigerator if, <laughs> if he needed to get something to eat. Yes. My grandmother, I love her so much. And when, um, she, when, whenever she come over and she visits, she's like, Nico, no hungry. Uh, yeah, if he hungry, go eat. <laughs> Don't worry. He'll eat. 
I think, or the, the time starts to get late. It's about 5.30 and there's nothing boiling. Yes. And they're looking at you like, what is, or what's, oh, what's going to happen? Yes, <laughs> cooking. <laughs> you know, they do that. So, but it's, again, it's, it's from their cultural, um, you know, from their cultural perspective in, in their time. We're in a whole mm-hmm. different time. So, you know, but, you know, it's, it's so interesting that we we're from different islands, different backgrounds, but the experience is still the same. Oh yes. Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> so what's one thing that someone could start doing today to kind of correct and reframe how they see and approach work family life balance? Well, as far as the family side of it goes, mm-hmm. I would say to ask your family what they need from you Mm. because you'd be surprised the things that you think they need Mm. aren't at all what they want from you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You might think, Oh, I need to make sure every piece of clothes in the house is clean. Your kids might be like, I have three favorite shirts. Mm-hmm. And if those three shirts are clean, I'm good for the rest of right. the You right. know? That is true. Um, you, you might find out that, like, my kids like to cook. They, they know how to cook all three meals. So mm-hmm. if I never get off the couch, mm-hmm. they will eat. Right. So if I'm beating myself up about, oh, I didn't, you know, make dinner on time or I didn't get started on time, they don't care anything about that. Mm-hmm. Because if they're hungry, they're going to make themselves so, something and they'll make it for everybody and get plates and everybody's going to eat. Mm-hmm. What they want is to have their dance party after dinner. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They want us to turn on the old school music and dance with them. That's what they want. So while I'm beating myself about one thing and I'm feeling terrible about not doing this thing, they're like, well, we just kind of want dinner over with so that we can dance before bedtime, you know? And then as far as um, work goes, I would say to get rid of the time wasters. Mm. For some people, it might be Facebook. Mm. For other people, it might be that extra 30 minutes you take for lunch. Mm -hmm. Because you get home and you bring that guilt of not getting your work done home with you. Wow. So even if you don't bring the work home, mm-hmm. you bring that bogged down feeling home mm-hmm. and then you're off for right. the rest of the time. Right. And you have that worry just kind of hanging over your head when you're supposed to be, have your mind clear and be having a good time with, with your, your family. family. Yeah. You're still thinking about that work that you didn't finish and you feel bad because you know what so-and-so's newborn baby looks like, but you didn't get to the things that you were supposed to get to. So as far as work goes, I would say get rid of the time wasters. And as far as home goes, I'd say find out what they actually want. Mm, Right. Because we might be like, like you said, we might be doing things that it doesn't really matter to them. And then for work, let's leave work where it is um, because (laughs) we are, we we could deal with whatever is happening at work the next day. Yeah. So I have another question really. So for the, those of us who are, we're living in a whole new economy where, you know, we, uh, you and I, we are content creators. Um, There's everyone has a side hustle or a business and they're an entrepreneur in some kind of form. So what advice would you give to someone like me who's, who has a full-time career, content creator as a blogger, doing a podcast and having a side hustle? What do you, what tips or what, what advice would you give to someone like me in terms of balancing work and life? Because as women, I know that we, you know, in addition to the roles at home, you know, when it comes to business, we also take on these, you know, motherly type roles and try to do everything too. So what advice would you give for us? I would say to make sure that you prioritize Mm. because you want to say to yourself, you know, people ask you, what's the most important thing? 
and you say, well, everything. Mm. Well, no, that's not true because you feel different if you miss doing a blog post about something that was a really hot topic and you missed out on some views versus, you know, missing your kid's recital. Right. Those, those are two, those are two different things Mm -hmm. or missing date night with your husband because you had to work late. I mean, those things are not all equal. So Mm -hmm. I would say to prioritize, find out what's really important to you and plan for that first. So if you find that it, that, on your list of priorities that your husband is way up at the top Mm -hmm. and you look at what your calendar looks like and you have no time carved out to spend with him, then something is off. You have Mm -hmm. to reevaluate that. You have to fix your calendar. Mm -hmm. So rework that schedule to really reflect what your priorities are. Mm -hmm. So I would say, look at your calendar and match that up with what you've told yourself is most important in your life. And if those things are not parallel and they're not matching up, then you need to reevaluate your calendar. Right. That's awesome. I think having a priority is just going to, you know, and, and, doing them in small steps, like you said before, where you had that scroll, maybe we should, you know, make it a post-it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, and that's actually a great exercise. Now that you mention it, you could take post-its and put the top five things yeah, and then just stack those up on the wall and remind yourself every day, you know, if God and your prayer life is first and that's up at the top and you ain't prayed in six weeks, then maybe mm. you should think about that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, put that somewhere that it could remind you. You've got your you've got God, you've got your husband, you've got, you know, the different things that are important to you. You've got your family and just put it somewhere where you can see it and remind yourself. Yeah. So that's the post-it thing is an excellent idea. Yeah. I, I tell you, post-its all over the place. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be like, well, not Mary Jane levels, but no, you know. don't put the stuff that she, cause she, she got problems. <laughs> we don't want to put that on the post-it. <laughs> But, you know, it's it's prioritizing and, um, you know, really great advice. I, I think I'm going to try prioritizing on a weekly basis. So make them smaller as opposed to, you know, there are certain things that are always ongoing. If God, family, husband and kids are always going to be the top three. Mm-hmm. So then we just have to figure out the other two things to prioritize for the week. Yeah, um, that's a that's a great idea. I love that. So, Eva, any last words of encouragement to to our audience who are who are still who might be listening and say, yeah, that might be all fine and good, but they don't know what we have to deal with. And all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or mm, they might say that them have a husband, may not have no husband. Or, you know, like what last words of encouragement? Because regardless whether you have a husband or not, we all have different challenges and it's not to minimize those. But I, I find that perhaps there is some common ground in the things that, you know, we experience and, you know, mm-hmm. something to, you know, let people know that it's not, they're not alone. I would say you are enough. Mm. Even if you don't think you're enough or the world is telling you that you have to be better and faster and smarter and more productive and it's the new year. So they're telling you, you need to be thinner and you need to be healthier and, mm. you know, everything you have to be different from what you are. But the, the thing that gets me to not, you know, crawl under the bed and stay there for days is to remind mm. myself that I am enough. I have enough. Mm. You know what I'm saying? 
you have the skills to do what you want to do. And if you don't have those skills, you are smart enough to go get them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? There's so much that's available to us that helps us, you know, get past needing to have everything and needing to be everything and needing to be all of those things. If, If there's something that you want to do or you want to be, We live in a time where we can get that. We are Mm -hmm. so blessed that we don't live in the 1800s. We are so blessed that we don't live in the 1950s. You know, we have access to so many things and, you know, we can take advantage of those or not. But one way or the other, you are enough. You don't have to keep up with anybody else. You just got to keep up with your own business. Yes. And a friend of mine, she said, my uh, plan for this year is to mind my own business. Yes, yes. (laughs) If you if you stop looking outside, you won't. A lot of that pressure goes away. It, it, It does. It really does. And, you know, that's such an awesome way to to kind of end the show, because when we recognize that there's just so much going on in our own lives and not to worry about leave people, leave, like I said, leave people business alone. We get to focus mm-hmm. on the things that we feel like we have been dropping the ball on. And, you know, we, we, we might find ourselves getting more things done because now the focus isn't trying to keep up with Eva and homeschooling. It's more like, let me just get to this homework and then we can watch Dora. There you it is. Know? You know, there it is. Or you could sleep through Dora. Whatever works. What, whatever you know? works. You know. So you know, but but it's so true. And I I, I just want to thank you for that because you know, the pressure is real sometimes and we can't mm-hmm. help it. But you know, just to to recenter, I love that. I am enough. I'm doing at all times. I'm doing the best that I can. So I am enough. Oh my goodness. Yes. So Eva, thank you so much for being on the show and everybody, please check out SokaMom.com. She has amazing exercises and activities for kids connecting with the culture. I'll have all of that in the show notes and you'll also see, you know, different links to what her children are doing. They're becoming little content creators and they're doing really (laughs) awesome jobs doing that. But, you know, don't watch what Eva doing. Just, just kind (laughs) of don't don't watch it. You know, just, just be entertained, but don't, don't, don't feel the pressure. I don't. So, um, (laughs) You are a child, Lord. Okay. <laughs> you know, I love it, but I don't feel no pressure at all to, Man. To, 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 to do what you are doing or the kids are doing. I can admire it and it's an example, but I don't feel any pressure to keep up. And, you know, maybe that's where we need to kind of adjust. You know what? It's good. You know, when, you know, I don't need to do it. I'm good over here until I'm ready. I reach over, but thank you so much for being on the show, Eva. And thank you for having me. I had a blast. Me time. Me too. So until next time, folks, walk good. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. For a recap of this episode and other great articles, please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com. That's C-A-R-R-Y-O-N. F-R-I-E-N-D-S dot com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com or find us on all social media platforms at Carry On Friends.